by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to well, good morning and happy Saturday to everyone. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Carolyn Hudson, registered dietitian nutritionist and licensed dietitian. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. Today, our program is titled, Nutrition Changed My Back Pain. Learn how. I'm pleased to have an amazing guest with me today, and she's going to share her life-changing story with us. So stay tuned. Did you know that approximately 8 out of 10 people will experience back pain at some point in their lifetime? In the United States, back pain is, get this, the leading cause of disability in men over 45 years old, the second most common reason for a visit to your doctor, the third most frequent reason for surgical procedures, and the fifth most frequent cause of hospitalization. Those are some pretty scary numbers. Back pain is a real problem for many people. Unfortunately, those numbers tell us that most people are going to experience back pain at some point in their lives. So if you're one of those people that's ever said, Oh, my aching back. You have plenty of company out there. The really amazing, and some people say might say kind of unbelievable part of the solution or cure to back pain isn't surgery or even pain medications. Believe it or not, it is food. So here in the studio with me today is Madeline Bader. She's from... Star Prairie, Wisconsin, and Madeline is one of our nutrition educators, and she's going to share her story about how nutrition helped her get over her back pain and spasms that she had, get this, for 30 years. Yes, I did say Madeline struggled with back pain for 30 years. So welcome to the show, Madeline. Thanks, Carolyn. You know, when you came into Nutritional Weight and Wellness way back in March of 2012, your goal was to be free of back spasms and pain uh, and pain of any kind. But, you know, no one really wants to suffer with pain. So usually when we have some pain, we take a visit to the doctor's office or the local clinic. Yep. That's where we're going to go for help. So I think it's really important for our listeners to hear about your journey. And let's say with the more traditional, you know, doctors and clinics uh, approaches to the back pain. And then what actually led you to us, to nutritional weight and wellness after suffering so long with no relief from that back pain for 30 years? Well, my back pain, like it's like you said, started about 30 years ago. And it started out subtle. I would have back spasms every once in a while, a couple times a year, until it got to the point where I never had any relief from them. They were constant. Oof. Went to lots of different um, doctors for um, relief. Went for acupuncture and chiropractic and physical therapy, massage therapy. 
Um, some gave me some relief for a short amount of time, but nothing was making it go away. And that's what I was looking for, something to make it go away. Yeah, yeah. So um, I decided to go to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and um, that wound up being my life savior because we found out that it all had to do with food. Wow, wow. But, you know, doctors want to give you pain meds and all oh, yeah. of that kind of thing. And, you know, but were they ever able to say, this is what's wrong with your back? No. Well, they thought that they could. Um, they did a lot of MRIs in the beginning, and there was never anything structurally wrong with me. And um, they gave me a lot of medication to help with the pain. And at one point when they said that uh, you need, they told me I needed surgery to have two of my vertebrae um, welded together and that that would wind up helping my back pain. And this was towards the end. And by that time, I did have structural issues with my back. And when they said that that was where my pain was coming from, I knew better because I had had these pains for so long and the, the MRIs were always fine. There was never anything wrong mm-hmm. with them. So then when they said that if we weld these two together, you'll be fine again, I knew that that wasn't the truth. And I asked them if there was another test that I could take that in in essence would prove them wrong. And they said that I could do a discogram, which was um, after I checked it out on the internet, I don't recommend that before <laughs> okay. a procedure, don't check something out on the internet because it said that your pain would be a hundred times worse than what it normally is. And my back pain was so severe. It wasn't just, oh, my aching back. It was the point of, I couldn't lay down. I couldn't sit down. I couldn't um, lift a spoon to my mouth at times. Everything was an effort. You don't wow. realize how much you need your back to function mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, a lot of times when I talk to people about back pain or any kind of pain, and this has even happened to me, where the doctors have said, the traditional doctors have said, oh, it's probably in your Yep, that's what they said to me after I had the discogram done because they said that should have increased your pain. It should have multiplied it by 100%. Um, And the most they ever got out of me was an oh, and that was it. It was not painful for me at all. And that showed them that what they wanted to do surgery on was not the issue. But then the answer from the doctor was, well, it's all in your head. And I knew it wasn't. Yeah, so... Way back in 2012, uh, March, you came for your very first visit to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and you saw Dar. What did she say to you? Well, she asked me what I wanted, and I said, all I really wanted was to be pain-free and med-free. That was my goal. And she said, well, let's get to it. And (laughs) Sounds just like Dar. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Matter of fact. And she told me that there were a lot of foods that I was eating that my body didn't like and that I would need to eliminate those foods. And when I eliminated those foods from my diet, that I would start to feel better. Hmm. And I did. Well, I get it. You know, you were in so much pain that you were willing to kind of do anything to stop the pain. But honestly, didn't you think, how could this be? Food? Absolutely. Food is causing my pain? Um, Really, most people don't ever think that food is what's what's causing their issues. Um, But once I started eliminating the foods that my body didn't like, 
um, I also started eliminating the pain. And there was more than just the backache, the back spasms that I had that were, that was just the largest part of it. But there were so many other things that went along with it. So the question then that uh, to ask yourself and our listeners out there, anyone experiencing pain, what is it that you're eating or drinking that is causing pain, that is causing inflammation, basically, right, in right. your body right. uh, that leads to the pain? So in my case, I had a number of food sensitivities. Um, I have gone completely grain-free. My body does not do well with any type of grain whatsoever. Um, I do no soy products, and I can't have eggs. I found out I can do duck eggs, but no chicken eggs. Oh, duck eggs are pretty expensive. <laughs> they are, so I don't do them very often. And um, I also don't do any dairy. Mm, okay. So... I know that you had um, some other pr pains and other symptoms. Can you tell us kind of more about those? Well, along with the back spasms, um, my whole body ached. In the morning when I get up, I would look like I was 80 years old. My feet wouldn't work. My, my legs wouldn't work. Everything was stiff. Everything was hurting. And within a short amount of time giving up those foods, it was much easier to start walking and getting up out of the bed and enjoying the day. Well, I'm sure that, you know, uh, you were, if you were in a lot of pain, you likely weren't sleeping either, right? Um, so, not at all. <laughs> so, that, that can cause a whole host of problems. Yes. Um, so, not get, not being able to lay down or sit down meant I wasn't able to sleep well. And that meant dark circles under my eyes and lots of headaches and um, fatigue. Um, mood swings, you know, everybody needs to get their sleep. Um, but eliminating a lot of those foods allowed my body to relax and to heal. And um, sleep is a really big part of healing your body. Oh, absolutely. So ooh, I can't believe it. We are ready for our first break already. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Next week, we're going to be discussing a book that helps explain why we are always hungry when we're on a diet. So get your pencils ready. When we come back from break, I'll let you know the name of the book so that you can read it before the show and participate in the discussion. Uh, if you have questions for Madeline or myself today, please give us a call in studio at 651 641 1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Carolyn Hudson, registered dietitian nutritionist and licensed dietitian. And I'm here in studio with special guest Madeline Bader, who eliminated back pain and spasms through nutrition. So next week on Dishing Up Nutrition, Kate and Jennifer will be discussing the book Always Hungry. By Dr. David Ludwig. The New York Times described his book like this. David Ludwig often uses an analogy when he talks about weight loss. Here it is. Human beings are not toaster ovens. If we were, then the types of calories we consumed would not matter. And calorie counting would be the most effective way to lose weight. Dr. Ludwig is an obesity expert and professor of nutrition at the Harvard T.H. 
Chan School of Public Health. He argues that weight gain begins when people eat the wrong types of food, which throws their hormones out of whack and sets off a cycle of cravings, hunger, and binging. In his new book, Always Hungry, he argues that the primary driver of obesity today is not an excess of calories per se, but an excess of high carbohydrate foods like, of course, sugar, refined grains, uh, and processed carbohydrates. So be sure to pick up the book and join in the discussion or just tune in next week and hear more about Dr. Ludwig's book, Always Hungry. So before we went to break, Madeline, you were talking about sleep and how important it is to get a good night's sleep and you yeah. weren't getting a good night's sleep so you came to dar yeah and how long did it take you to actually start sleeping better well i could tell you that my um the foot pain that i had in the beginning was gone within three days which really amazed me three, three days. days yeah wow that's pretty amazing mm-hmm. and the sleep, I would say I was sleeping a full eight hours within one month. Wow. Yeah. That is really amazing results in one month and three days. Yeah. Three days to have that, um, you know, go away. Um, so we know that sleep is really, really important for your body to heal. But when we were on break, we had a caller and her question was, what about weight loss or weight gain? Did that contribute to the pain or the lack of pain? So a lot of the medical people that I saw later in this process of the back spasms, they said, well, if you lost some weight, that would probably help. Well, the back spasm started when I was in my 20s. And at that point, I weighed 120 pounds. So I knew that the weight that I had gained from the spasms continuing to increase, which means you're not going to be moving and exercising as much, right. didn't have to do with my back pain. It, I, got, I gained the weight from the back pain, but it didn't necessarily add to my back spasms. Yeah, well, you gained the weight, obviously, because you couldn't move around. Uh, you were probably taking a lot of pain meds. A so lot that, of pain meds. You know, so then you were very inactive and um, and probably obviously eating a lot of the wrong things. What about supplements? Um, did they did they contribute to, you know, helping you get over things? Like oh, absolutely. Sleep, let's say. Absolutely. So um, Dar put me on several supplements to start with. Um, magnesium glycinate was one of them. Um, along with my food restri- restrictions, taking the magnesium glycinate um, at bedtime and actually throughout the day, really helped me get more restful sleep. It helped my muscles relax more. It just made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important to talk more about magnesium. I know many of our listeners have probably heard us talk about the benefits of magnesium, but this mineral is so important and so many of us are deficient that we can't stress the value it has for our body. Magnesium is involved in over 300 enzyme systems that regulate our body functions. And some of the symptoms of low magnesium can include, like Madeline, back spasms, migraines, depression, anxiety, muscle pain, 
eye twitching. That's one that I've had off and on throughout the years. So I bet I, a lot of people have. Yeah. High blood pressure, constipation, uh, menstrual cramps, and even chocolate cravings. So in my case, the muscle spasms, the cramps, and the Charlie horses, as well as um, the sleeping problems that I had, the magnesium really helped with that. And the best way for me to describe the back spasms that I had, it's like having a Charlie horse in your back. And you know what a Charlie horse will do to you in the middle of the night. So those mm-hmm. those back spasms that I had, as I said before, they weren't just, oh, my aching back. They were they were pretty severe. Um, some of the food sources that are that you can get a lot of good, healthy magnesium from, because we always promote getting it from your food first, would be things like nuts, like almonds and cashews, pecans, um, peanuts, um, spinach, brown rice, which I can't have, black beans, and yogurt, which I can't have mm-hmm. either, but those are still great sources for magnesium. Yes, yeah. I know when I'm counseling uh, my clients, uh, my go-to magnesium supplement is magnesium glycinate because it is the best absorbed. We also have a liquid magnesium glycinate that's very well absorbed, and it even tastes good. <laughs> you know, magnesium will support quality sleep, like in Madeline's case, and um, I take magnesium as well for good quality sleep. It's great for restless legs, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It helps relax muscles. It eases pain. It helps lower our blood pressure. And as you said, it helps alleviate the restless leg syndrome, those eye twitches or other spasms. The other thing I use it for is constipation. Mm. I have a lot of clients who come to me for constipation. Um, And magnesium really is a great um, natural uh, relief of constipation. Uh, I think I said before, it helps reduce anxiety and even helps support your bone health. So um, one of the things that we, that we have to remember with magnesium, our absorption is decreased by some of the medications we're taking, like blood pressure meds or diuretics. Pain, Pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, I had a lot of problems with um constipation and heartburn from all the medication that I was taking to help relieve the pain. Um, And I realized that taking that medication was causing that constipation. Yeah, yeah. And what, well, really a lot of the things for you too had, goes back to your digestive tract. Yes. You had irritated your digestive tract, right? Because you've been eating, you were eating foods that you were very sensitive to. So you had poor digestion going on and that makes it hard for you to absorb all the vitamins and uh, minerals that's that are in our food yes so you were magnesium deficient because of your poor digestive health yep i had to get my intestinal tract in health first um, before i was able to absorb all the minerals that my body was so severely lacking and um being on all those medications, it caused not only constipation, but the um, heartburn, acid reflux. Um, and it's just not any fun when you're living that way. Oh, no, no, no. And, you know, the other thing I wanted to um, make sure our listeners know is that if you're really constipated, that act. 
actually causes more back pain, right? Because of the pressure. Because of the pressure. So that makes sense. But a lot of people don't, you know, uh, think about that. You know, what what is causing my back pain? So constipation can actually, um, you know, aggravate that back pain or even start (laughs) uh, some back back pain. So, um, okay, where are we now? So, okay, so... How long did it take you to get rid of the constipation and acid reflux? Well, it didn't take that long at all. I'd say that also took about probably about three weeks for okay. it to kick in. Not that long at all. Wow. Probably even two. Wow. That I don't remember specifically. The back uh, pain is always what stands out most in my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet you kind of even forgot about some of the other things that were going on. Absolutely. You know, you know it, when when you ask me certain questions, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember I did wake up in the middle of the night. Those few times I did get sleep with Charlie horses and, you know, the the, the constipation and the acid reflux. Nothing was as painful as the back spasms. Mm-hmm. That was first and foremost in my mind. Yeah. So what other supplements uh, did you start taking that were really key to your recovery? Um, I also took the um, L-glutamine, which helps heal your intestinal tract. And that really made a big difference so that from eating all the foods that my body didn't like, and I'm saying my body, because some people have no problem eating rice. Right. It's not an issue for them. For me, it is. And Using the L-glutamine helped to heal my intestinal tract so that it was able to work the way it's supposed to work. So I could absorb the minerals and vitamins from the food I was eating. And what about probiotics? Oh, yeah. Can't live without the probiotics. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really big one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Ever since I started taking the probiotics, the first thing that I noticed um, is that I don't get sick as often. My... um, it really helps with my immune system, and I don't have nearly as many colds. I used to get two to three colds every single year. I might catch a cold. It's not as bad, and it never lasts for as long. Mm. Well, it's time for our next break already. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Carolyn Hudson, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and licensed dietitian. And I want to know, have you downloaded our free Dishing Up Nutrition app? This makes it super easy to listen to any of our past radio programs. I love it, and I use it all the time. If you have any questions for us today, please give us a call in studio at 651-641-1071. Welcome back. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Carolyn Hudson, registered dietitian nutritionist and licensed dietitian. Today, we're discussing how to eliminate back pain through nutrition. And with me is special guest Madeline Bader. Madeline learned how to eliminate her back pain and spasms through nutrition. But before we get back to our topic today, I want to put a plug in for our upcoming weight and wellness six-week series starting the week of October 16th. These classes are going to be held kind of all over the city, St. Paul, Lakeville, Wyzetta, Maple Grove, and North Oaks. So if And if you sign up before October 8th, you get the early bird discount and save $50. Our Weight and Wellness series is six two-hour classes, and in these classes, you're going to learn how to increase your energy, eat to boost your mood, 
decrease those achy joints, sleep better, improve digestion, and manage some of your own health conditions like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, or lower your cholesterol, eliminate heartburn, manage arthritis or asthma, Crohn's, MS, or even hypothyroid, and of course, many other things. You'll be taught by our certified nutrition educators, and they are all so passionate about their own health and helping you feel better. You're going to receive um, our cookbook, our weight and wellness cookbook and nutrition guide. It has over a hundred recipes, cooking tips, meal planning ideas, and more. That's a whole $24.95 uh, value. Plus, you're going to get a balanced eating guide and food journal. So to register, you can go online to weightandwellness.com or give us a call in the office at 651 699 Three four three eight. So over break, we got a couple callers. Um, let's go with Pat. Pat, you have a question for us. Yes, I just wanted to make a comment about the miracle of uh, the right diet. I'm 89. I have nothing wrong with me. I'm not on any medication, but I was coughing a lot, a mucus cough. Oh. And the first family member who lives with me said I coughed a lot during the night. Every time I tried to talk on the phone, I started coughing. Anyway, one of my daughters was visiting, and she's very careful about her diet. She said she stopped drinking milk. So I said, oh, milk, that can't be it. Milk is so <laughs> wonderful. I stopped drinking milk about four days ago, and I haven't coughed since. Wow. Amazing. So Amazing. I am so excited. Yeah, Pat. <laughs> I'm start listening to my daughters more. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you obviously listen to us here on the yes. radio oh, as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've been listening for a long time and followed other things that you've recommended, but this is a, a like a miracle. Three days and it's all gone. Three days. Yeah. It's wow. amazing what food will do for you. It really is. And you're 89 and don't take any meds. Nope. Keep up that great work, Pat. I'm going to. Thank you for your program. Thank you for calling. Okay, we have another caller here, Kathy. Uh, Yes. Hi, Kathy. Hmm? Do you have a question for us? Uh, Yes, I do. I've uh, recently been diagnosed with plantar fasciitis on just one foot. Now, um, I've been taking fish oil, and I've increased that because... My chiropractor told me to increase it for my back, but it seems to be helping my foot. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that would be true, and what else can I be doing for it? Yeah, omega-3s, fish oil, um, they really help reduce inflammation. So plantar fasciitis really is inflamed um, tissues in your heel, correct, and in your arch Mm -hmm. of your foot. So one of the things... and. If you listen to our show, this probably isn't going to be news to you. You need to watch your sugar, your carbohydrate intake. Oh, okay. You know, carbohydrates, if you have too many and your blood sugars are going up and down, they cause inflammation. So that's going to make that plantar fasciitis worse. Okay. You really want to minimize your, um, your starchy carbs, you know, make sure that you have... 
um, a lot of good, healthy, green, leafy vegetables, good protein, and really good, healthy fat. So when I say protein, I mean, you know, animal uh, proteins. So beef, chicken, fish, uh, pork, all of those things. And then make sure you have all of those good fats like butter, olive oil, coconut oil, (laughs) olives, avocado. All of those things are going to help help with that uh, inflammation. And then watch those uh, starchy carbohydrates. Watch those uh, processed foods. So stay away from the frozen food aisle, basically. And stay away from the low fat, no fat, because they add more sugar into it. Oh, yeah. Thanks for saying that, Madeline. Absolutely. Okay. So the frozen food, what about frozen veggies? Oh, frozen veggies, fine. Absolutely. Would corn be a no-no? Corn isn't a no-no, but you should. That's one of those starchy vegetables. So you want to limit how how much uh, corn you have at one time. So corn, okay. carrots, peas, uh, beets. Uh, those are kind oh, of starch. Beets? Yeah, beets. Those are kind of starchy vegetables. And so if you're going to have one of those, have about a half a cup at a time. But make sure you add one of those nice green leafy, uh, could be spinach, it could be broccoli, uh, even Brussels cauliflower, sprouts. Brussels sprouts, any of those, uh, um, green beans, uh, peppers. Those are all really uh-huh. good uh, vegetables and will really help um, keep your blood sugars lower if um, you balance your diet and have that animal protein so have a little bit of have a piece of steak have um maybe uh, a half a cup of corn put some butter on that corn and then have a nice healthy salad with some a uh, good olive oil dressing sounds perfect mm-hmm. okay oh thank you so much you are welcome um, ice ice should help too um if you want to ice your foot, I'm sure that that will help. And massaging, uh, you know, increase that circulation in your foot if you can. So okay. do a little bit of massage every single day. That would okay. be great. Okay. Uh, what about limiting um, exercises? Well, if your plantar fasciitis is uh, stopping you from walking and standing, uh, which I know can be a real issue for many people, um, you're going to have to kind of ease into that. But stretching those muscles, um, I'm sure you're the chiropractor, and uh, if you've gone to a physical therapist, uh, those are the things that they'll help you with. Yeah, I haven't gone to either one lately. Okay, well, thank you very much, Kathy, for giving us a call. Good luck with your plantar fasciitis. Okay. Um, So before we went to break, we were talking about probiotics. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we teach our our clients a lot about the benefits of uh, probiotics. And were you taking Bifido? Is that the one that you started with? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. The Bifido family really is our dominant probiotic in our intestinal tract. It accounts for about 70% of the bacteria in our digestive system. So the first time we actually get it is when we're breastfed. So mom's milk is really very important to our overall digestive health. Bifidobacteria helps with problems like uh, constipation, diarrhea, irritable bowel, gas, bloating, and it helps um, even make some of our vitamins. And then the other thing that Madeline mentioned earlier was the L-glutamine. This is um, an amino acid. 
So we find L-glutamine in our protein foods. So beef and chicken, fish, pork, all of those things. And it's critical um, uh, to our, our body healing and making sure that we're, um, you know, giving our body as many, uh, as much L-glutamine through uh, proteins and amino acids as we possibly can. Um, the other thing that uh, we often do, uh, take is um, vitamin D. Did you start taking vitamin D? I did. You know, after I started eating this way, it was probably three or four months after that I saw Dar again, and I told her, you know, I was really expecting to have more energy by now. And the first thing she said to me is, go have your vitamin D level checked. So I had a doctor's appointment the very next week, and I said to the doctor, I want my vitamin D level checked. Now, this was my gynecologist, and he, without even turning around looking at me, said, your vitamin D level is fine. And I said, you can't know that by just standing there across the room with your back to me. And we had a slight um, disagreement, and um, I want people to understand that You know, you go to see the doctor and they went for a lot of training, but they don't know everything. So, you know, you need to be able to stand up to them. So anyway, I told them I had to have the vitamin D test done. They did the vitamin D test and it came back at four. (laughs) Extremely low. Oh, Madeline, we are for our last break. Time flies. Uh, Time flies. (laughs) You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Carolyn Hudson, registered dietitian nutritionist and licensed dietitian. If you have questions for us, give us a call in studio at 651-641-1071. There are some things we wish for you to do what everyone else can do. Hop in your car, go to work, slip right into a movie seat. Now there's a perk. Buy cute jeans right off the rack. Dance at the next wedding to Love Shack. Play tag with your kids and hear them say, That was the most awesomest day. Walk your dog, jog, or both just because you can. Comfortably fly coach all the way to Japan. Be there on graduation day, especially if it's yours and you got your MBA. Meet your greatest love and ride off into the sun. This is your life. Go live it. You've only got one. If you think you've tried everything to lose the weight that's keeping you from your best life, think again. Learn the new science of weight loss in the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, on-site or online. You can do this. We'll help you. You're not alone. This is a promise, not just a poem. Join us at weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Today, we're talking with special guest Madeline Bader about how she cured her back pain through nutrition. I'm Carolyn Hudson, registered dietitian nutritionist and licensed dietitian. Before we get back to our topic today, I wanted to share an interesting report by the Global Panel on Agriculture and Food Systems for Nutrition. Recently, they presented to the UN's uh, Food and Agricultural Organization. This report uh, says that undernourishment is stunting the growth of nearly one quarter of children under five. And by the year 2030, a third of our population could be overweight or even obese. And two billion people actually lack the range of vitamins and minerals in their diet needed to keep them healthy. 
The result is an increase in things like heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, and other diet-related illnesses that undermine the productivity and threaten to overwhelm our health services. These chronic diseases have been associated with the fatty, highly processed diet, and sometimes the low-fat, highly processed diets of our developing world. Most of these new cases of diet-related diseases, they're actually appearing in our developing countries. The panel has warned that if we stay on this current trend, the situation will get far worse in the next 20 years. It says only a global effort similar to that was used uh, to tackle HIV or even malaria will be enough to meet this challenge. So according to this panel, child and maternal nutrition, high blood pressure and other diet-related risks each take more years off our lives than, get this, smoking, air pollution. Wow poor sanitation, and even unsafe sex. So at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we see this every day. And we are so committed and passionate about improving the health of all of our clients through good nutrition and eating real foods like beef, chicken, fish, butter, olive oil, full-fat dairy, vegetables, fruits, grains, beans, and lentils. Give us a call at 651-699-3438 and schedule your visit and begin your journey to improved health. So, Madeline, I think we had a caller um, when we were on break and she was asking us about heartburn. I don't know what her specific question was, but let's talk a little bit more. What was causing your heartburn? Because that's usually key. Well, for me, I think it was the dairy. Okay. So it was a food sensitivity. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you identified a trigger for that heartburn. And then I usually like to add a supplement. I'm sure Dar probably gave you a supplement. Which one did she do? Acidophilus. Oh, yeah. Another probiotic. Yeah. And we do that at night. Yes. That is the best time. Um, So just before you're going to bed, um, have a little bit of acidophilus. I like the powder form because then I can control the amount. And I think it works quicker than the pills do, in my opinion. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So and then when... If you had heartburn, did you also take acidophilus to relieve that when you had it? I did. Yeah. And it works wonderfully. Isn't it amazing? It's absolutely amazing. I'm lucky. I don't get heartburn very often. I don't anymore either. But but I always have some acidophilus on hand, especially for, you know, people around me. Yes. You know, they could be guests at my house eating and they're always saying, oh, I have heartburn or, you know, I can't have that. It's going to give me heartburn. And. And I give them a little dose of acidophilus and they're usually uh, just like, oh, I didn't know you didn't have to take, you know, one of those, uh, you know, Tums or something like that. So um, I always wonder first what's causing the heart heartburn for somebody. That's usually my first question. Yeah. When somebody says they have heartburn. I'd I'd really like you to think about what it is that you're eating that's causing the heartburn. Yeah. Again, what are you eating or drinking that is causing the problem? Right. Absolutely. That's always our first go-to. So I think we have another caller here. Sandy? Welcome, Sandy. Welcome, Sandy. 
Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? Good, thank you. Do you want me to repeat my question? Oh, yes. I don't have it. Okay, so I was calling because I have a daughter with seizure disorder, and she does not, and she takes a lot of medication. Uh, And I'm wondering if diet can help she's been having a lot more seizures lately. Mm-hmm. I, you know, seizures are very complicated. And mm-hmm. I guess what I would really say, absolutely diet is will impact the overall health of your daughter. Mm-hmm. And be, But because it's such a complicated thing and I don't have all of the information, I really recommend that you do make an appointment with us mm-hmm. and, um, you know, come in with your daughter and we will do, you know, you got to fill out a f- complete health history and we will be able to um, get her on a track that will reduce any of that inflammation that uh, could be in her brain okay. um, and maybe uh, alleviate as help with some of the other things that are going on in her health. So Perfect. please, please will, give us a call. Okay. I will do that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Okay, before we went uh, to our last break, we were talking about vitamin D, and I just want to quickly touch on this. You know, we you said your level was what, four? Four. four. <laughs> oh, that's scary low. Yes, it really, is. Really, really low. We tell our clients we want them to be like 50 or above. You know, it could even be close to 80. So we know uh, through... Uh, the work of Dr. Hollick, that our body actually needs about 5,000 international units in order to build your stores of vitamin D. So I know personally, I supplement with 5,000 all the time. We're in a northern climate. We're not getting vitamin D from the sun. No. So... Um, so you started supplementing with vitamin D and did you start feeling better right away? Oh my gosh. Yes. Almost immediately. Wow. It's it's amazing how much we need that vitamin D and a lot of people are walking around deficient, not even knowing that. Mm -hmm. So at this point now your back pain and stuff, your spasms, are they all gone? They're all gone. I feel so much better. I can't even tell you, um, my memory so much better my nails used to be really brittle. They're coming in much stronger. My hair's a lot stronger. I got to tell you that I just love my food plan. Um, it makes me feel so great. When you're eating foods that your body likes, it's just a wonderful way to eat. So sometimes for breakfast, um, this morning for breakfast, I had green beans, uh, half a sweet potato, half a cup of sweet potato, and some chicken patties. Mm-hmm. And that was my breakfast this morning. Absolutely wonderful. I don't feel like I'm deprived with the foods that I can't have anymore because there's no food worth having if it's going to make me if it's going to create pain in my body. It's mm-hmm. just not worth it to me. Yeah. And there's still a lot of things that I can eat. I can eat almost all meats. I don't do well with shrimp. Okay, um, so can, a few thing, few seafoods you don't do. Shrimp is about it, shrimp? really, and catfish. Oh. oh, okay. Shrimp and catfish are the two that I've noticed my body doesn't really care for. Um, and then as far as fruits and vegetables go, I eat those with no problem. And I've learned to substitute, like if my husband wants stir-fry, then I do riced cauliflower, and that's my wannabe rice okay. and works out really well. So I don't feel like I'm deprived at all with the foods that I can't have when I know how great I feel leaving the foods behind that my body doesn't like. Right, right. So, you know, I know that you can't do eggs. Correct. But 
a lot of people can do eggs. Mm-hmm. Like I had eggs this morning before I made the trek here into the studio and I uh, um, did kind of a stir fry of vegetables and then just scrambled a couple eggs right in in with that, in with my vegetables. I think I had cauliflower, a little bit of sweet potato, some red pepper mm-hmm. and some celery. Mm-hmm. And of course, I had to add a little bit of garlic too. But lunch, <laughs> Madeline, what do you have for lunch? So lunch is usually... Last night's supper, when I go to work, it just makes it super simple. So I might have a hamburger or a um, piece of steak and then um, a cauliflower potato uh, mash mm-hmm. and then some great broccoli mm-hmm. and some asparagus to go along with it. I love my vegetables. Mm-hmm. I love my vegetables. And you and said you, you got to add butter to all yeah, that. Oh, okay. You know? I was just going to say, you <laughs> said you didn't do dairy, but you can do dairy fats. Some yes. of the dairy fats yes. like butter. I can okay. do um, dairy or um, I can't do dairy, but I could do the butter. I could do the cream cheese. I could do some sour cream, um, full fat. Everything's always full fat. Wow, we are in. We are out of time. So, in summary, you know, we uh, talked about uh, muscle and joint pain. It can be caused by food sensitivities that damage our digestive system. Uh, we talk about supplementing with magnesium glycinate uh, and uh, probiotics and vitamin D three. And of course, you got to work with a nutritionist. She can help you recognize some of those nutrition deficiencies they as make well a difference. as yeah, design a meal plan that will eliminate your symptoms. So, thank you for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and be sure to tune in next week to listen to Kate and Jennifer discuss the book Always Hungry. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.